Welcome to the Get With It podcast. I will be your host, Elizabeth. This podcast will focus on the decline of women in technology and how our grassroots organization works with the community to foster relationships and reducing the gap of women in tech. We will be talking with both men and women on how to continue to move the needle forward on those relationships. For more information, please check us out at getwitit.org. Hello, and welcome to another edition of the Get Witted Podcast. Today, we have a professional name. I'll just do professional name first, and then and then we can go into the non-professional names. Jennifer Drake Feingold. I call her Jen, but she was my guru scrum master out at the Gap. And um, hi, Jen. Hey. Should we go non-professional and call you? Loretta? You bet. <laughs> yes. You can call me Loretta. <laughs> That's that was my name at the gap was Loretta. So how have you been? I have been good. How have you been? I've been, you know, busy. What's um, you know, living life. Anything exciting? You got what's the girl doing? What with girl? Your child. Oh, my daughter? Um Yes. You know, she's a she's a sophomore now. She has her permit. Um Holy shit, she's driving? <laughs> yes. I remember when the other one was driving. Yes. Um, and so I've seen my life flash before my eyes many times. <laughs> oh, I bet you she's really good driver. <laughs> um, she did make it through driver's set. Let's state it that much. Okay. Now, does she drive too close to the inner lane or the curb? You don't even Both. know. <laughs> Sometimes I'm like, go to the left, go to the right, go to the left, go to the right. So you did here. What? You did the driving training? You didn't make your husband do it? Oh, there were times I tapped out. Oh, okay. Yeah, but then she did driver's ed this summer, and that made a world of difference when there was a complete stranger there. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, she paid attention? Yes. <laughs> And they have okay. another break in the car. Oh, um, <laughs> I bet you you did too. Wish, or at least wish, you had another break in the car. Many times. Yeah, I, my, I remember my parents trying to, my mom trying to find the break on the passenger. <laughs> yes, I have many times been like, "Where's the dad? Where's the dad? Oh my god! Oh my god!" <laughs> okay, now what's she doing now? Is she playing lacrosse? Um, we're just finishing up marching band. Oh, marching band. Okay. And the and your son's in marching band too. Yes. He's a senior. We have state competition this weekend. Holy shit. We're going off to college? Yes. I'm feeling very old. What um has he applied yet anywhere? Does he have his set his sights set on someplace? He's applied to five schools, been accepted into three or four of them. Three of them now. Still waiting to hear from Ohio State and UC. I don't think they do the rolling admissions, but we've gotten into Capital, OU, Kent State, and yeah, OU, Kent State, Capital. Waiting to hear from OSU and Cincy. He wants to be a nurse. Oh, he wants to go and be a nurse. So let me think. OSU has a really good program, but one of those other ones you just said did too. Which one? OU? Oh, do they? Yeah. 
So he's going to, he already knows what he wants to do. Holy shit. Yeah. Wow. He didn't want to go into technology like his mom and dad for that matter. Neither one of them went to go into the family biz. No. It's more Riley will float back and forth to it, but yeah. Oh my goodness. So he's, so he's in the marching band. So both of them have state this weekend. Yes. They're in Kenna Winchester's marching band. uh, Casey plays the tenors and Riley is in the flight corps. Oh, okay. And then what happens after this weekend? Nothing. That's it. That's it. It's done. It's done. Oh, all right. Okay. How about your kids? What are they up to? Oh my God. Um, let's see. Anna, um, just finished school volleyball. It was horrendous as always. And she made the Buckeye elite team. So she signed with them. And so that seems like that's like a lot of like traveling for me. I haven't, I don't think I've accepted it totally yet. And then Christopher, who would have thunk has become this like world-class swimmer. Very cool. I know, right? He goes to the little goldfish school (laughs) of swimming and he he loves it. And they're like, he's really good. And I was like, well, great. Because, you know, it's costing me a small fortune. So I'm so glad that he's happy. (laughs) So things we do for kids, right? It's an expensive sport, believe it or not. Yes. Yes. Because you got to pay for like the lane time and everything. So what, um, what's going on at the gap? You know, we're gearing up. We should tell everybody about you, who you are, how you got into what you do and what you do. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, we were just catching up. Like we were having like beers catching up at the bar, but, um, okay. You go. Let me take a swig. Um, so I am the lead scrum master for all of GAP's global supply chain. And how I got here is some days I have no idea exactly how I got to where I am. But, you know, let's say I've been at, you know, like most people in Columbus, I've done the, t- the tour of the big companies, time at Chase, time at Nationwide. And GAP kept calling and I kept being like, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Like they call again about four months later be like, yeah, whatever. I don't feel like doing an interview. <laughs> <laughs> and then finally, one day, my husband said, what are you doing? Just take the dumb interview. And I found out they were like 10 minutes from my house. I could wear jeans and shorts and flip-flops to work. I was like, oh, all right, let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> and that was like four or five years ago. I made the leap out to retail. It was a total change of pace, and I've not regretted the move ever since. So I've been working in agile, agile delivery for probably the last 10 years, and I can't imagine any other way of delivering software. Okay, and the gap. You're right. Retail is nothing. It's totally different beast. Yes, (laughs) ma'am. I have to laugh at that because people are like, oh, you've done a stint in retail? Yeah, I sure have. Loved it. (laughs) And I get a lot of people who think it's really funny that I loved the infrastructure team. Yes, I love it too. A lot of people don't. Yeah, a lot of people don't like the infrastructure team. (laughs) I loved them. I'm going to assume that the the, the crew is still there. Yes. Al, yes, Nathan, they are. Mr. X. Yes, they are all there, and they're and they're a lot larger right now. 
Oh, really? Yes. Um, just just from Wait. the workload. Oh, okay. Not physically. <laughs> no, no, no. The, te- the team's expanded. <laughs> oh, the team has yeah. expanded. Wow. Why? Um, just current demand with the projects that we have going on. Oh, okay. Okay. So Old Navy gone? Uh, no. Old Navy here. No. Well, Gap and Old Navy are breaking up. Okay. They're divorcing. They're divorcing. That relationship's over with. Well, you know, it's kind of that that we're in this separation time before we go to court and officially se- break up and divorce on, I think it's May 1st or that first week of May. And why? Um, it, it's, you know, going to allow each company to have their own identity. Okay. I didn't realize Old Navy was a separate company. It's going to be. It's not now, but it will be. Oh, it will be. But then, I mean, you got the gap still. Yep. So- and you still have Athleta. I don't say that right. Athleta. Yeah, so after May 1st, you'll have Old Navy on its own. It'll have its own stock ticker. And then you'll have Gap, Banana Republic, Hill City, Jack and Janie, Athleta, and it'll be known as The Gap. So that all falls under that umbrella. Yes. Okay. Okay. So how does that affect you? Um, still learning. So right now the Ohio facility, they've announced that we'll be Old Navy. But how all that affects at the end of the day, we're still kind of learning learning what that does. So probably at the end of it, probably not much. Oh, so you're going to – so also Ohio? My, say what? Ohio will be the Old Navy? Yes. Okay. Okay. What were you going to say? So at the end of the day, I'll still be sitting with the infrastructure team. <laughs> so are you with them now? I thought you had a scrum master there. I do. I just sit near them. Oh, you just sit near them. To taunt Mike Eckstein? Oh, I sit right next to him. (laughs) He loves it. Yes, he does. He loves it. Okay, so, all right, now, like, tell people you're the Uber Scrum Master. Yes. And then we might want to explain what, like, global chain, what that really means. So the global supply chain is really getting product from from designing from overseas all the way into the customer's hands and from planning inventory, how much going to sell out a few seasons into fulfilling an order from, from the order side into shipping. So whether it's UPS, FedEx, all the way into the customer's hands or even into the retail stores. So anything that takes that technology those teams and those scrum masters, that's that's what my domain is. So I have staff here in Ohio, in Pleasanton, California, and Mission Bay, which is in San Francisco. Okay, now let's tell let's talk about the beast that is retail. Because I learned a ton about the back end of retail that somebody going into a gap or old navy getting their khakis would not think of. <laughs> Or or ordering them online. You have no idea. Um, you never appreciate the amount of technology that goes into your dollar flip flops. Correct, correct. Jim Harbaugh, when he leaves, he's going to be devastated if he can't get his khakis. But don't those come from Walmart? Or they Kohl's? might. I don't. <laughs> I don't know. But he's a he's a khaki supporter if I've ever seen one. Oh, so amen. You're the best person to describe 
the intricate details behind the scenes. Okay. So go for it. There are things I learned that I had no idea, like the picker. And he, it's got a name. What's, it's called the picker, right? Yeah, it's a picker. There's pickers, packers. What? Packers, pickers. What's the one that um, spun around, like dumped everything in it and then shot it out? It was just getting developed when I was. So there's orbs that are kind of like big claw machines. And they sort through using basically... Well, they use automotive arms that kind of pick through and sort the packages, and then they're controlled from an off-site. I'm trying to think. They're not using some artificial intelligence, but basically they just kind of through, and they just pick it by the bag and drop it off. It's just like a giant claw machine. If you think of Toy Story, go, ooh. Yeah. Um, It's pretty cool, actually. Yeah. Now they've got some sorters. Um, Trying to think of some other things that this company's done. They're called Kindred Orbs. That's what they're called. Yes. Yeah, they just basically kind of as items go through, and they just kind of pick them up and drop them off. I mean, they've got shoots. It looks like sometimes like a big shoots and ladders game too, as packages roll down, and then they just kind of slide off here as they need to go to different places. Different eye readers that scan barcodes knowing where things are throughout the entire process. And warehouses are not small. So you do you guys still have actual physical pickers? Yes. Yes, there are still physical pickers in all of the locations. Amazon has physical pickers, even though they have a tremendous amount of automation and machinery. Okay. So pickers wear these things called gladiators. Yes. So um, think about it. If you use the Walmart, go get your groceries. And they scan those things. I don't even, I don't use ClickList, but I do use my Walmart. So when you've got that little uh, Android thing, click, 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 mm-hmm. that's what they're using to scan the items. Little zebra gladiators. And they come in a variety of things. They've got like, you know, ring scanners, um, the little Android things, and then like scanner guns. Kind of just depends on what the person wants to use or what's available to. That like blew me away. And they could pick. And multiple items that weren't going to the same house would go into the same cart, but somehow or another gets separated in the whole process. And a lot of that has to do with the barcoding and it's all in that scanning. So you scan, it goes, scan, it goes, scan, it goes. And and you've got this whole little menu that, that sits on that little screen there that says, I need this next, this next, this next. And then it goes and gets dumped on and sorted out. And then depending on whether it's a single or multi-order is the where it goes and gets packed. It's fascinating. When you guys took me around that warehouse, I was, it's amazing how it all works. And then it gets put into put walls. Look at me. I remembered all these terms, put yeah. walls. <laughs> yeah. And then it gets stored in these little cubbies and then, you know, put in these bags and even the bags are even the packing instructions and the dimensions of that is designed up ahead. This is this item best fits in this type of bag or box or something like that. And then it goes on a conveyor belt and magically shows up at your doorstep because the barcodes know what UPS truck to go to. Yes. 
It rides, <laughs> it rides the little chute down to the correct state to get onto the correct truck and out the door. Yeah, it's amazing. I mean, if people have never experienced, I, I, it's fascinating to me how it all works and how nothing, you know, it, not everything gets lost because that's would be I would just lose everything. <laughs> I'm not that organized, but yet it all magically happens. It does. It's like there's like a a wand of magic that makes it happen. Now yes. there's even a process for returning items. Absolutely. So say you don't like your item, you can drop it in the mail with your return code. It gets sent back to the facility into these big old dumpsters and they start to scan it back in and drop it into inventory or, you know, whatever, depending on the brand and what they choose to do with their, with their inventory, their return inventory. Yeah. It's, it's yes. It's incredible to see that process. Or to see that inventory come back. Yeah, the whole thing is just so fascinating. So, okay, so all that is happening. And you only saw that end of it. I only saw the end of it, yeah. Like, I like I would, yeah. The whole thing was so fascinating to me. And then I was always, I'd always ask Gail, like, how do you think they know where to go? <laughs> <laughs> and Al would roll his eyes and go, oh, Loretta. but there's a side of retail that people don't necessarily have in other industries and that's the pre-frost the frost the post-frost the pre-freeze the freeze right it's that peak time (laughs) yeah (laughs) Yeah, so when you get to, you know, about that back to school time up through Black Friday and into December when you don't want to make changes to your system, which kind of gets to the opposite of your DevOps, continuous integration, continuous deployment. But you shut down because you want the stability because you want to be able to hit your customer's demand. So back to school time is when retail really cranks up. Everybody's shopping. And then you've got, obviously, your Thanksgiving, Black Friday, when everybody's out spending the money. And then you've got another time that you've got your heavy returns. So you really have a short amount of time that you can actually release updates to systems throughout new projects, correct? Yeah. And there's some that are a little bit more lenient than others. And then other areas of the business focus on different, they're what I would call their finish lines, different parts of the year. They're trying to get things for different seasons. Okay. Fall season, spring season. So they might have different sort of deadlines or cutoff dates. Right. So their peak isn't necessarily, but they're trying to get demand. They're trying to get their system updates so they can do forecasting for spring season, fall season, et cetera. Buyers. Okay. Planners. Okay. And so what, like throughout this whole process, you do the online and you have stores too that have a process that they go through. Yes. Okay. Explain that because nobody knows that when they're getting their khakis. That's right. Nothing's more irritating than going in and not being able to, you know. Get your size. Get your size. (laughs) Trust me. (laughs) 
I mean, nothing gets me more going than having 200 pairs of size double zeros, right? (laughs) I look over and my daughter's thrilled and I'm not. (laughs) That's right. That's right. Because on the store side of things, it's the same sort of process. They order, it goes through the picker and everything, it gets shipped out, right? Right. On the online side, your exactness is there because if you ordered, you know, a pair of size 32, 32 khakis, you want a pair of size 32, 32 khakis. But on the retail side, if you get some 32s and 34s or a box of something, you get a little bit more of a fudge factor. And that's really where some of the retail and online fulfillment comes in different. But then there's a whole new thing, you know, buy online and pick up in the store where they're trying, where they're getting that out of the store's inventory, putting it in a pretty little bag and setting it off to the side. So it just keeps going and going. So, I mean, there's a whole rabbit hole that retail right now has. Ooh, what's going to be the next big thing? I didn't think about that pick up at the store. I have never done that. Oh, it's wonderful. You don't want to get off your couch. Now you want to see if they've got something in lot in the store that you want. Now you pick it, you order it. And then you're like, all right, two hours later, it's ready for me. Or let me just park and have it come out to your car. Target's got that now. But then how do you just go for shampoo and then spend $250? That's right. Because that's what people, that's how Target gets you. (laughs) Exactly. I mean, I just wanted some head and shoulders and now I've got throw pillows. <laughs> right. It's out of control fast. <laughs> right. I mean, that's the first thing I thought of when I saw that thing coming from Target. It was like, hold on here. You're going to kill me. You're killing your model here. Everybody goes for head and shoulders and walks out with throw pillows. It, yeah. And, and may or may not have gotten that shampoo. That's true because a lot of times people, yeah. But getting goods into the hand seems to be quicker, quicker, quicker. Getting things turned around quicker, better, faster. It is. We're a society of go, go, go. Mm-hmm. People don't have time for that. So, and I'm I love to grocery shop, but I will tell you what, I'll be the first one that sits here, goes to Walmart, and says, "Click, click, 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 click." Hey, boo! I'm here. Load up my groceries. <laughs> yeah, I hate grocery shopping, so I'm all about it. I cannot stand, and it could be in the Patascola area. They're just slow walking through those lanes and I ain't got time for that. So I don't have the patience. Yeah. And I don't know. It was always something that I've enjoyed doing. It was just like a me thing, a me, my time type thing. But now I'm like, yeah, if you want to carry out 50 pounds of dog food, let's do it. (laughs) (laughs) Make sure you put it in my trunk, not on the eggs. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Okay, so so what time frame are you in now? Um, we are in peak. You're in peak. So um, not real changes going on. No, not right now. So why has the infrastructure team grown? Just because you're just blowing it up? Yeah, and a lot of it's just geared up for that separation work that we have on our plates. Well, that is true. That is true. So then if you are going to focus on the gap side, do they have to build a whole new team to cover the gap side or will you be still supporting? Um, A little bit of both. A little bit of both. Okay. Well, you're going to have your hands full. Yes. 
<laughs> she just said, uh, yeah. 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 There's, there's, there's no doubt about it. You know, as we're gearing up to, to get old baby to stand up on their own, you know, how everything kind of unfolds, we'll, we'll be learning over the next few months, but there's no doubt about it. We're going to be busy. Yeah. It sounds like you are. So then does the model change at all? The business model for either one of them? Does it change at all? I'm sure it will. Because each of them each of them will go down their own path. Yeah, they're kind of two different markets, I feel. Or I guess I should say demographics. Because when I think of like Banana Republic, I feel like I don't know, uptight. In old navy, I'm like, oh, a pair of ripped jeans and a sweatshirt those are my kind of people yeah it is definitely different demographics and different economies so they'll have to change they'll be done it is just it's i think it's just inevitable so it'll be fun it's exciting i'm looking forward to it this is definitely going to be a new adventure for you <laughs> oh yeah i can't wait <laughs> so have you been out to san francisco i was a couple months ago oh were you it was out in early September. What were you doing? Just saying hi to peeps or? Yeah, um, probably two thirds of my team's out there. So it's good for me to go and build that relationship with them. Oh, this is perfect. So I know you're paying because I've been through this, but um, you should describe what it's like to have people in India. Do you so still have... Peeps I in don't, India? I don't have anybody that directly reports to me in India, but I do work with a few teams on a regular basis. So I get up at like a quarter till five every morning to do stand-ups and meet with them. So I wouldn't say that it's necessarily a pain. It's just super early. <laughs> but it forces me to get going and then do things like go to the gym. Oh, Except yeah. for oh. the last couple of days where I've been like, I just can't do this. I can't adult today. Oh, you can't adult today. So been going to the gym regularly still? You go, girl. Yeah. You know, if you call a few, three, four days a week regularly, Richard Simmons would not. Oh, no. that No, that's regular. Even for him, that would be regular. <laughs> 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 so that's fantastic. So then you go right in afterwards? Yep. Oh, yeah. You have kids that can just drive themselves to school. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> you don't, they don't need you anymore. No. I mean, one can vote now. <laughs> oh. Oh, he'll be excited next year when the it's time to vote. Yes. He can vote his first presidential election. Yeah. That's going to be next year. That'll be exciting for him. So getting up and dealing, I don't want to say dealing, that's mean. Having the opportunity to talk to your friends overseas. <laughs> it's what, three, four? They're what, 11 hours ahead of us? Um, eight and a half right now. Oh, eight. And then I think next week it goes to nine and a half. Oh, okay. Where are they located? Hyderabad. Hyderabad. Hyderabad, India. And you've been there? Yes, I have. One time. And? It was an amazing experience. You can't walk out in front of traffic there. No. <laughs> I just would close my eyes and um, just get in the car. 
Oh, and then we ended up somewhere. I have no idea if it was north, south, east, or west. They don't drink either. Like like for us, we go after work and have happy hours and drink, and, and like that, they don't necessarily do that. Oh yes, they do. Oh, they do. Oh yes. Oh, I'm going to the wrong part of India. I didn't go to India, but I was going to say, where where were you at in India? No. So, um, I had somebody on my team who was like, "Yeah, we don't." In my state, we don't necessarily do that. And I was like, well, you're in the wrong state then. <laughs> I think it depends on the on the different areas. But yeah, I mean, I it went to the hotel I stayed in, had a rooftop bar. It was, um, I had some fantastic beer. We went out numerous times. Yeah, it was, and, and I did not drink the entire time it was there, just as a disclaimer for anybody listening. But yeah. <laughs> You work too. Yeah. I may have struck up a conversation with uh, a, a senior vice president of Clarity while I was there at the hotel bar. Oh. <laughs> Your favorite tool ever, Clarity. Yes. Are you still using Clarity and Jira? Yes, we we do loosely use Clarity and heavily use Jira and Confluence. Okay. So if people were interested in joining the GAP team, how do they do that? Or getting more information? So one, I would say connect to me via LinkedIn. Two, kind of depends on which area you want to join GAP. If you're looking from product, first off, I just say, okay, first off, just connect to me via LinkedIn. Two, go out to gap.com. GapTech.com, I think, is the is another website that you can learn more about what's going on at Gap. I think reaching out to you would be another good contact. Yeah, I can get you connected with the right people. <laughs> <laughs> true that, true that. Yeah, we have a lot of vendors in this city that we staff through too. So that's another good point of point of entrance. And what do you guys Java dot like what is your platform tool that you you're not Ruby on Rails, right? Not a lot. Okay. Um we're Java, Mongo, Oracle Cloud. We're always looking for good networking, always looking for good scrum scrum masters. That's a tough one networking. That that always seemed to have been a tough area. Was the networking. Yeah. Oh, Scrum Masters. And you guys have product owners, right? Yep. Retail product knowledge. Yeah, any knowledge. And if you have knowledge in retail, reach out to Jen because <laughs> it's definitely that in infrastructure. People, they got those two things. They'll be like a hot commodity for you. Yeah. And, and just being not afraid to take a chance. I think it's anybody that's that's interested in learning, working in something fast paced. Definitely fast paced. What would you say would be, you know, somebody? Um, so for me, you gave me the opportunity, because I was new to the technology world, that I had to be very um I didn't really have the background, but listening and communicating and being very willing to learn because I had to do a lot of learning on those technical terms that 
I didn't, I didn't know. So, um, like how firewalls work and networking systems and what AL worked on and when a system, how systems were tracked if, you know, during Christmas, how you guys have those big boards and you have to take, it's like a risk almost willing to take the risk for advancing. Like I, like the gap was, I would go back to, I would come back to you any day, Jen. <laughs> it was just a very, um, I don't know. It was a great environment. Like people were friendly and. It is. It's a great environment. It, it's a challenging environment. It's learning. It's fast paced. And it's, it's not like anything I've ever worked in before. Yeah. It's hard to describe because I mean, you got you knew immediately, at least on what I could see from the infrastructure side, like you knew results immediately and the feedback was there and the development and like, I definitely got the background of how to continuously improve how I did stuff for the team. You have to have a continuous improvement mindset and be open to feedback and be in, in a growth mindset. Yeah, definitely. I think sometimes people are really intimidated too. Like they think, oh my God, a warehouse at the Gap, that must be so intimidating. And it's not, it's not an intimidating environment. It's a very open, you know, the space is open. People communicate, you can rely on other people. It's not yeah, it like is. siloed or closed in. And still it's not, I mean, you're, you're kind of separated from that. But yet you have such a great opportunity to go out and visit where the work that you're doing is. Yeah, you don't get that in a lot of industries. Like you guys are right there. <laughs> yeah, you know, like 100 feet, you just walk out there and there's your there's your gimbal right there. You just go out and you get to experience it. <laughs> no open-toed shoes in the warehouse. <laughs> Absolutely not. You've got to wear shoes, got to keep your hair pulled back, and you can't have on a not that bad. Yeah. You can't have a hoodie, right? Yeah. It's just basic safety. Yeah. I remember my first week, somebody's like, don't wear a hoodie out to the, um, it was probably Al like trying to scare the shit out of me. Don't wear that hoodie out into the warehouse. They'll snatch you up and box you up and take you somewhere. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, Al. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, and, and it's not a bad location either. No. You guys are, like, so close. So close. Yeah, I feel like, like that whole area is very industrial over there. You got Amazon now over there? Yeah, off Allen Creek. Yeah, did DHL move out there? I don't know. Yeah, I thought I heard they were going to come. DHL was coming in that area or expanding to that area. Maybe. There's just a time. I know there's there's a Build-A-Bear out there, and, and when you drive by, you can find out that you can become a bear house worker. A bear house worker? Right. Join their should... <laughs> no. I don't know what's keeping me here when I can go join the bear house. <laughs> You know what? That shit's scary because, you know, those things probably are haunted. <laughs> yeah, no way. No way. 
<laughs> I would have nightmares. No way. <laughs> Packing all those little bear clothes and those bear shoes. Yeah. The bear looking at you dead because it didn't have any filling. <laughs> <laughs> I was saying it's like a lifeless bear. Would have been sad. Nope. Don't think I could do it. <laughs> You're not a very good worker. Not at all. <laughs> so is your husband still at Nationwide? He is not. He's out Where of is he? Huntington. Oh, he was at Nationwide though, right? Yes. Okay. Because when I was, when I worked with you, he was at Nationwide. So he went to Huntington, eh? Yep. Doing the same thing? Uh, project management. He was kind oh, of okay. in White's um, roofing last year and took a job out at Huntington, and he's quite happy. Oh, well, that's great. Yeah. That's a great. change of pace. So where does, is he out at Easton then? Yeah. Okay. He's been out there now about six months, maybe six, eight months. What plaza was he in at Nationwide? Uh, one. Oh, he was in the big building. Oh, yeah. So what are you doing these days? Oh, what am I doing? Yeah. Life. I'm doing life. Um, I'm actually at Nationwide. They needed um, a scrum master to build out a new line for their mobile product. So they had one mobile team and it was split into two. So we each took a, a new line of for the mobile application. I've learned a lot about mobility and how mobile apps work and <laughs> APIs and all sorts of really interesting, cool things. Like they're changing to a platform called Flutter. Yes, Google's Flutter. Yeah. And it's just a, it's very, very interesting and in how it will, it will take time to market. It will like just make it so fast and it's so easy to update and modify how your mobile app to look because it's definitely a user experience different than a web page or yeah so yeah it's yeah. a really nice platform what's your line name say again what's, what's my line name yeah um so we're the binary beasts <laughs> <laughs> And we have our avatars are all beasts. And then, um, yeah, we have a video. I'll, I should send it to you. It's hilarious. One of the guys on my team put these pictures together and did a, a video. It was hilarious. But I'm going to tell, I mean, enterprise, a big enterprise like that is definitely a different environment to work in. It's, uh, yes, it it's is. A, lot of, a lot of politics going on. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Cool. That's yeah. That's yeah. So, and my co the other team because we work off of one product backlog is um, Switch. That's theirs. Okay. So we have two product owners, one project manager, but we share a backlog and we work together with all those fun tools of Clarity and Jira. Yeah. And they actually <laughs> are doing a. They just switched to Jira. So a lot of people that's new and they're getting rid of clarity. They're going to plan view. I don't know if you've ever heard of plan view. 
I don't, that's a new tool for me. I'm going to have to read up on it. Yeah. I've not heard of that one, but that's okay. Yeah. So they're going to dump clarity into plan view. We'll see what happens. But the Jira one wasn't too bad. Um, They used RTC. And so Jira was, it was pretty, that transition wasn't horrible for it to be such a large enterprise. So switching. No. Yeah, it wasn't bad. It wasn't bad at all. So, and it's kind of fun being the expert. <laughs> yeah, and because you've got a heck of a, a Jira back background now. Yeah, so <laughs> it's nice to be the expert. So when people are stressing, I'd be like, "Oh, just go here. <laughs> it's real easy. Just go here and find what you need." So yeah, that's one more great thing I learned out at the Gap. Well, I'm glad that we get you to be a, a Jira expert. I know, right? Like, look at you growing me. <laughs> I'm so proud. Yeah, are you having a proud moment? <laughs> yeah, you're beaming. <laughs> All right. Well, we need to get together yes, and chat it up and catch up and gossip. Absolutely. So. Well, do you have anything coming up? Do you have like anything for the Gap or Old Navy that's coming up that you want to promote other than people reaching out to you for LinkedIn? It's friends and family weekend. Um, please do all your Christmas shopping at Gap and Old Navy this year. I'm sure that everybody needs to get stocked up on fuzzy socks. <laughs> and khakis. <laughs> khakis, <laughs> jeans, fuzzy socks, t-shirts, and hoodies. Yes, so, all of them. But seriously, it is friends and family. So do look up on like Retail Me Not or even all their websites out there. You can get your 50% off. Oh, wow. Okay. Yes. Awesome. Because you do need, and you don't just have to get, you can go and get better um, khakis from like Banana Republic. Well, if it's 50% off, hell yeah. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Game on. Game on. You just, that was a game changer right there. And that, that's this weekend? Uh, yes. Okay. I believe. Okay. Fantastic. Well, it's good chatting with you. Was. And, um, we gave people lots. Thank you for having me on. Oh, you, oh, I am so glad you said yes. You must be heard of the guest. Not at all. Not at all. Like I wouldn't have, I mean, you were like one of the first people I was like, are you going to be on my podcast? (laughs) I don't care if you don't listen, but are you going to be on it? (laughs) That was more important. Yes, ma'am. Anytime. All right. Well, you have a good night and enjoy your fam. And I will reach out to you and we'll go get drunk together. Sounds like a plan. Thanks for tuning in and don't forget to subscribe to our podcast and leave a review. We will see you next time and feel free to drop us a line at getwitit.org.